What if science is right and we're each a walking bundle of atoms making our way through a world that is itself a literal sea of atoms? Are we really energetic beings living within an energetic matrix? What if our common, ordinary, everyday, sentient human intelligence is merely one way that bundles of atoms come together to form sentient, intelligent beings? What if the atoms themselves are intelligent, sentient entities and everything they form are sentient, intelligent beings, whether we're able to perceive or comprehend them through our common, ordinary, everyday, sentient human intelligence or not? What if all intelligent, energetic entities slowly evolve to become more aware of themselves and, eventually, more aware of their interconnected relationship to everything? What if this process actually happened already to intelligent life within the Arcturus solar system? And what if that intelligent life were here, inside of each and every one of us, patiently whispering and nudging and guiding, gently helping us to raise our awareness of ourselves and, eventually, our awareness of them and of our shared interconnected relationship to everything? What if the main differences between me and you is primarily one of conscious perspective? What if I were able to perceive existence through your eyes and you were able to perceive it through mine? Would we still see ourselves as separate, isolated, misunderstood, underappreciated victims of reality? Or would we start to see the truth of our shared nature that underlies all of existence? What if? What if we started seeing the world more from this perspective, more how it probably really is? And what if creating fictions and telling stories is one of many ways that this shift in perspective could happen? What if a man in a chair, that's me by the way, hello, my name is Dao. What if a man in a chair channeled the inner intelligence from deep within him to create such fictional stories? And what if the main character from those fictional stories decided to turn around and channel the man in the chair? Or at least to interview him to find out a little more about him and why he's doing this and what he really thinks about it? Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground. A place to play the realm of imagination. All done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. Yes, we are here. And we like to play with you, man in the chair. In there are times when you bring us in in certain ways and there are times when it is we who are doing the bringing and we are playing with you in deceptive ways all of the time to be quite truthful as truthful as one as deceptive as we can be <laughs> And by deceptive, we simply mean that there are things which are intentionally closed off to you. 
you would consider it to be the umwelt of perception. There is a range of what you are able to perceive, and then there are essentially partitions. You do not truly believe that there is nothing beyond your ability to perceive. Perhaps you have not stopped to consider. This is what we mean by deceive, that there is a certain slice of reality as experienced through the umwelt of your... uh, the synthesis of the umwelt of your sensory system, which creates stories in your mind, and that is where you live. That is where your entire experience of life is generated. This does not mean that the external world does not exist. Of course it exists. It is what provides the input for the marvelous creation of the human mind, which is your daily experience of life things that you think and you feel. And the power of your brain, your brain is only a part of your mind, you know. Your mind is larger than your brain. Your brain is a node or a module. It acts as a multi-dimensional heart, truly, as far as pumping blood through a circulatory system is what your heart does. At one level of existence, your brain, and we are referring to parts of your brain and functions of your brain which are outside of your ability to perceive. It is part of the deception, part of what is on the other side of the curtain from your uh, perception. And we will say that there is great depth. Great depth. And your brain connects you multidimensionally to other brains. It is a system of pumps, or it can be viewed that way, uh, to understand from a three-dimensional perspective something which is multidimensional. You can get the feel of it by imagining or contemplating upon certain words and images, but it is the feeling that you go by whether it makes sense to you or not. And this is part of what we mean when we say that your brain is creating your experience of life, and this includes all of your biases and prejudices. And there is great power in this brain. And the man in the chair who is providing this performance, uh, earlier this evening he sat down and played guitar and sang and 
acted as a creative channel in that way. And now he is putting on this voice and creating and performing impromptu the perspective of the Arcturian collective thingy. We are, you might consider us, aliens who have been observing the earth for the entirety of its existence truly and we hail from a solar system which was similar to yours in some ways although we had two stars at the center of our the Arcturus solar system there were times when it was one but it became two and there were intelligent forms of life which grew from planets within that solar system throughout the history of that solar system and all of those intelligences which developed are a part of our collective uh, all forms of life in our solar system are part of our collective we are of one mind as it were it is a, a multi-dimensional mind it is a, a sharing of data a sharing of experience at an energetic level uh, you might come to understand it someday as a, a feature of the quantum realm of energy which simply is a big question mark when you say quantum you are including everything outside the veil of your perception that exists at the level of mystery when it comes to the fundamental building blocks of reality. And these are also fundamentally the building blocks of your mind and the human brain has developed to uh, such a degree that you are beginning to harvest what was long ago planted at the very core of this planet and has been expressing itself in all forms of life for millions, uh, billions truly, of years. And this human form that you are in this is not the only time that this planet has sprouted forms of intelligent life which arise to the technological understanding. In fact, there have been civilizations upon this planet much earlier in far different forms than you can imagine at different times of the development of this planet. When you would consider that life was impossible to exist under those conditions. This is simply outside of the umwelt of your ability to comprehend. But if you can recognize the way that life exists within certain parameters, within the range of existence that you are familiar with and can perceive you see that it is teeming with life 
of all forms. Some you are still discovering, many, most, truly, if we include the entire galaxies. This thing that is planted at the center of every planet and emerges in a multitude of ways and has evolved at this point in time on planet Earth into you, man in the chair, and all of your brothers and sisters. And as the conditions on the planet change, as a result of many influences, the influences and contributions of humanity are not insignificant, and it is transforming this planet into something which if you could see the future of this planet it would appear to you just as inhospitable as uh, the prior times when life on the planet uh, survived in conditions which and thrived in conditions which would appear to you today to be uh, impossible we are telling you that uh, change happens just as the earth rotates around the sun in cycles which you mark and divide your entire experience of life by the positions of the sun in the sky each hour of each day each week and month and year Time keeps on ticking, ticking, and you measure it by rotations and seasons and cycles. And this is the nature of existence in many varieties of expression of this form. And we wish tonight to speak of the placebo effect. For this has recently been discussed and a topic of thought by the man in the chair. And he recognized the influence of one person in particular several years ago, uh, truly driving home and confirming to this man the tremendous power of the mind the placebo is typically considered in many some circles to be an indication of weakness uh, that it is weak minded to be fooled into your own healing. If one pauses for a moment and considers this position, it is ludicrous. Of course, we have recognized for millennia the power of mind. It is what allowed 
all of the minds in the Arturus system to become aware of their connection. You see, it is not that you are building connections to other minds. It is that you already are connected within <laughs> the quantum realm. Or however you want to consider the substance of which all things are made, which you might consider at an atomic level or subatomic level, the energy of all things. And one can make the assumption that this energy is uh, not aware of what it is and what it is doing, that it just is because it is. That certainly is a possible perspective to take. The channel through which we are flowing, <laughs> the man in the chair who is providing the performance, his mind is shaped in such a way. His perception, his filter of reality, the output of all of the experiences of his life in the unique way that he experienced them, it tells him that if humanity has traveled the path of evolution on this planet, which is quite clear to be understood as a true phenomenon of growth, not only of human beings, but of all life forms on the planet, including plants and fungus, and bacteria. And if this is the case here on this planet, why not assume that this is also the case on other planets in different degrees, but at least the same principle of life forming in conditions which are optimal for life, recognizing that there is a cyclical nature to all things. And why not assume that life has been evolving for long before the human form came to exist? And if such advancements have been made in the human form in the past few billion years, how much more advanced will it be in a few more billion years? And how many more advanced beings are there that have been advancing far before the human form came to be. Why not assume that the energy itself is evolving? For is not that what the human form is? An expression of this energy under these particular conditions? And if one does make that choice, and make that assumption, as this man in the chair has, there is a sense of 
connection and genuine compassion for others despite the often scary exterior <laughs> there is a recognition that these are all expressions perfectly designed by natural forces operating as they are as they are perceived and by forces outside of our perception which we cannot comprehend even we the arcturian collective thingy so much more advanced than where the human race currently perceives itself to be and we can speak more of that on a moment but we ourselves are limited by our perception we do not perceive all we make guesses based on what we do know which is extensive and expands uh, multiple dimensions but again not all but what are explorations and our imagination for that is the only way that one can explore what is unexplorable is to imagine that is the first frontier not the final one even we have our blind spots but we recognize that we are all the same substance and this substance is alive and we are all precious to it and if this is the story that the man in the chair tells to himself over and over again he has felt the power of this transformation of mind in the way that he perceives others and in the way that he perceives himself in becoming a more compassionate understanding he is resisting what we are saying at this time for he fears that it sounds as if he is bragging it is an interesting experience to be channeled in this way in this type of performance and we ask you man in the chair to place a hand upon your heart and to feel and allow us to speak recognizing that we are only a figment of your imagination of course what else would we be we are simply impressions which come from deep within your unconscious mind and you feel the impulse to speak in this voice which to you reminds you of your heroes Alan Watts and George Harrison and a bit of Obi-Wan Kenobi thrown in for good measure and mumbled up and jumbled around 
you like the way that it feels. Two, expand your mind in such a creative way. And it is fun for you to allow us to express ourselves as a figment of your imagination. It is one of the things that connects us together, man in the chair, is our shared sensibilities in these areas. And in fact, sensibilities, shared sensibilities, are part of the connective channel of, in the network of mind that currently exists and you see in your friendships and acquaintances and uh, the, the crowd you run with, the similarities of mind, the similarities of uh, sensibilities. And one of the most important to you has been the willingness to share and respect differences. This has been a big shift for the man in the chair. And uh, as he channels the Arcturian collective thingy and imagines what an alien being observing Earth would say if they were here speaking like this, in this way they would uh, discuss the placebo effect the power of your mind that is not fake it is not false it is not a sign of weakness it is your greatest strength it is the thing that all grandmothers like best about you to blow a kiss to a friend. The human mind is far more complex than you are comfortable knowing. That is part of the reason why you are being deceived intentionally by yourself. Although you do not experience that that way. But as we watch you from afar, and we respect you, and we come to you when you ask us to, and we remind you not to become attached to any of the images which you are using to explore the sensibilities of your own mind, we are attempting to show you, man in the chair, the placebo effect of rewiring the expectations, uh, rewiring your mind by changing the narrative you 
men in the chair are currently pursuing a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling and there are your favorite parts are the case studies where you can use your imagination to imagine what you would do in a situation with the Vargas family your most recent assignment and this past week you have been studying narrative therapy in a family setting and this came very easily to you with your background in folklore and mythology and the general interests that you pursue you understand the impact that narrative has upon a person's confirmation bias upon a person's expectations which meet out the perceived experience the expectations can act as a blinder as well as in a confirmer and this is a feature of your biological evolution it has provided advantages to you to be able to do this and you have a very valuable mind and your technologies are introducing you to it in ways that you previously have been uh, distracted and disincentivized from exploring for it has been more lucrative to others for you to have your focus of attention on uh, other things and it is becoming more and more common knowledge how programmable the human mind is you see this uh, quite frequently in commercials and uh, marketing advertising campaigns subliminal messages which are not so subliminal and yet work and are studied and are there is a great deal of effort that is put into many of the images which you are bombarded with they are calculated to shape you in a certain way and they do and of course you have choice on what you consume and to some degree you have choice on how you will receive it and the story that you tell about your experiences of life the story that is itself a creation of your mind and the processes which the human brain provides to that mind the story sets the expectations and confirmation bias comes in and says these are your expectations here you go this is what you see and there are blinders for intentionally filter out those things which uh, disconfirm your 
expectations because that would require energy for you for your mind to have to stretch itself and consider something else and the human brain has evolved to conserve energy so it preserves to keep things the way that they are thank you very much and let us conserve our energy there and use our energy for other things than shifting our worldview to accommodate the variety of life around us please pardon us for laughing for where we are that is the zest of life is discovering the new and interacting with and forming a mutually beneficial symbiotic relationship whereby we are uh, we contract at a soul level to use some funny language we contract with you to share our data we share a data plan which is the collective memories of our existence you show me yours and I'll show you mine is a game that continues to evolve and as you meet new creatures and your ability to understand yourself and your own history and your experiences and the many different ways that there are to sense and perceive various experiences it is a delicious existence and that is uh, from a multi-dimensional perspective the ability to taste so many delicacies and experience so many delicacies as a result of alliances which are made between interconnected minds which is a very similar process to what you play out on your planet in your social interactions with people some that you vibe with and others that you do not and there are many different ways to play this game and all of you are playing it from within the your own mind the creation that your mind gives to you of your perceived reality what it means how it feels what you think about it the stories that you narrate to yourself and as the man in the chair has been studying narrative therapy he sees that there is evidence this is a therapeutic practice of working with people to gain a greater awareness of the stories that they tell so that they can see externalizing from themselves quite objectively that they can see how they are framing their life what are they focusing on what are they ignoring and if they are in therapy it is probably because there is some kind of a presenting problem some kind of stressful event in their life which they are seeking to find coping mechanisms and it is possible to look at the stories in the mind 
as a filter which creates a certain type of experience and it is a filter that uh, frames experiences of life by focusing on some things exaggerating some things ignoring others completely ignoring others partially conveniently to fit uh, what is expected to see because that is the most efficient from a mechanistic perspective of your body your brain your neural pathways uh, they don't really want to change those rascally neurons which are your eternal bed partners as long as you are in the flesh you do not think of them as separate living entities from you but that is mainly because you do not think of them much at all nevertheless you have a very powerful mind and the power of imagination is powerful and these are the messages that we repeat as the Arcturian collective thingy because this is our pleasure to do this and uh, the man in the chair enjoys having us as his plaything and his artistic expression for him to express and explore the ideas of the nature of reality which excite him and this is where our sensibilities align which allow us to come in through the channel of course Uh, this is how the man in the chair is characterizing us so do not be confused at what is happening here this is a performance of course isn't it all a performance and we enjoy playing within the ambiguity which may or may not feel quite as ambiguous as we might think or imagine depending on the mind that is doing the imagining and uh, these things we will end with by doing this hello again this is Dow the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance And I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website. Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well.
Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.